millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. I hope you guys are having a great day. If you're just joining us from Taking It Back on Badlands Media or 412 Productions, welcome. Thank you for sticking with me for a couple of hours today. And if you're here for the first time today, thank you very much for joining us. If you have not yet, please consider subscribing. Make sure you hit the like button or the red pill, no matter what platform you're on. I would really, really appreciate it. It lets the algorithms know that this is a show worth watching. Now, <laughs> oh, today, you guys, we have some very, very big stories, not the least of which is the embedding of American media journalists with Hamas on October 7th. The implications for this are just insane. So far-reaching. More than anything, I feel like this proves that CNN has been exposed as not so much a media organization, but rather just a front for terror, both here and abroad. If you'll remember, on January 6th, CNN was right at the heart of everything. There were another a, a number of other American organizations that were directly inside there. None of them got charged because they had the cover. Now, is that going to be the same with what happened in Israel? Sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we're going to be right back after this. 
You know, a lot of people don't understand that digestive issues are frequently caused by a toxin that's present in virtually all of the, quote, healthy foods scientists have been telling us to eat with their fraudulent food pyramid for the longest time. And according to Dr. Gundry, who is a world-renowned cardiologist and best-selling author, it's these toxins that cause the issues so many people face. Millions of people nationwide are living in agony every single day. And the warning signs include weight gain, fatigue, digestive discomfort, stiff and achy joints, and even skin problems. And you see, Dr. Gundry explains these side effects are often mistaken for the normal signs of aging because they usually develop over a matter of years. You see, this is progressive. In some cases, it even takes decades. And because we've been lied to, you probably have no idea that the damage to your digestive system is likely caused by these health foods, and it's far from normal. Now, the good news is you can fix this yourself from the comfort of your own home. It's really very simple. You just have to know which foods are actually healthy and which foods contain this hidden toxin. So you can find out for yourself by clicking the link in the description below. GutCleanseProtocol.com forward slash Zach. Once again, that's gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Z-A-K. Because after years of research, Dr. Gundry has decided to release an informative video to the public, totally free and uninterrupted, showcasing exactly which foods you need to avoid. So once again, click the link in the description below to visit gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Zach and find that free video. You're going to thank me for it because it's totally free. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. Testing, testing, testing. Hello. Hopefully you guys can hear me now. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. If, uh, again, you're just getting here, please hit that like button, hit the share button. It really, really helps out the show. Certainly it will help out the channel and uh, make people aware that we're talking about some important things. Before we begin today, guys, I would like to first wish my lovely, very, very wonderful mother, Real Red Pill 78 Mom, <clears throat> A happy, happy birthday. Today is her birthday. She is uh, 45 years young. <laughs> Not going to say how old she is, but mom, you're the best. I love you. And uh, I hope that everybody out there can do me a favor and wish her a happy birthday as well, if, if you haven't already. So <clears throat> I would like to begin today's show uh, by taking us south of the border for a, a really tragic thing that happened. But Unfortunately, I feel like it's kind of representative of the direction that the world is heading at the moment. Before I do, though, let me say thank you to Trump Warrior for dropping a can, Leanne 63 for that cookie, and then J2 Dank for dropping 178 gold pills. Thank you very much, brother. Okay, so, <clears throat> oh gosh, hold on just a second. Of course, nothing is working properly. I need to get my proper articles on screen. Why does this always happen to me? And where are they? Here we go. No, we're going to begin here with this story. All right, so that's working. Let me get the Rumble chat working. And boom, there we are. All right, we're online. We're good to go. So this incident happened earlier today in Panama. Um it was reported by many different news agencies that an American lawyer in Panama shot two climate activists who were blocking a highway, killed them both. This is the very definition of F around find out. <clears throat> 
But this man is not just an American lawyer. He is a dual citizen of Panama, and he was born in Panama. He is a Panamanian-born dual American citizen who is a retired lawyer and either currently a professor or a retired professor. So <clears throat> in Panama currently, the whole country is in unrest. And it's because the president of Panama promised mining rights to a Canadian mining company. And that mining company came in and they started basically kicking indigenous people out of the uh, the jungles and the places where they were living. And they're displacing people. And the people of Panama know that that money and that wealth is going to be exported out. And at the same time, they're not going to respect the land. So that's why they've been protesting. And, uh, and, and it's not the same type of mindless environmental protesting that we have here. Here in the United States, uh, these are not people who are just like gluing themselves to precious uh, works of art <clears throat> or who are pouring oil on uh, sculptures or anything like that. <clears throat> the people of Panama have very little recourse that they can take when something like this happens. The decision that was made by the president was done outside of the legislative process, uh, which is required uh, to ensure that it's something that everybody has a say on. Uh, but what he did is he signed a unilateral deal with this Canadian company. He and his family benefited greatly, uh, and it basically screwed the Panamanian people over. Now, Panama is not a, a large country. It's it's long, not too wide, and there's only one main road that runs all the way through Panama. And so anytime there is something that the people of Panama are upset about, frequently they will essentially shut down the roads. Now, this is causing a lot of problems for everybody because as there's only one road, they can't get supplies, they can't get food, they can't get gas, and it's basically costing business like $8 million a day or or maybe even just a little bit more. So this guy... Uh, who, again, is being billed as an American lawyer, although that is not the whole story. He's a 77-year-old man, uh, and he lives in Panama. His name is Kenneth Darlington. Now, he's already got a conviction for possession of a firearm illegally. Uh, and he was driving along the road with his girlfriend and maybe a couple of other passengers, and they came to a block, and he apparently didn't like it. So... Uh, he ended up getting out of the car. He walked up to the protesters and he asked to speak with the leader of that protest. And the protesters said, you know, we don't have a leader. You know, we're just out here protesting. That's it. And he said, well, you know, then I, I, I want to talk to some men. I don't want to talk to a woman. Uh, and then he, after, you know, appealing with them to move the stuff and they said, you know, sorry, we're not going to move it. He pulled out his gun and he shot two people, killed them. Uh, now, of course, I think that the narrative surrounding this thing, you know, oh, it's an American with a gun doing crazy things. Uh, there is the possibility for this to renew talk about gun control, you know, definitely in Panama, certainly in the United States. People are going to say, look what happens when you give an American a gun. They go to another country. They start killing people. Uh, I'm not going to make any excuses for the deaths of these people. <clears throat> But I think it was the wrong way to go about it. Now, here is I mean, the actual photograph uh, as this this gentleman here, Kenneth Darlington, is shooting one of the protesters. Here's that same protester lying dead on the ground. Uh, he shot one guy in the chest and I believe another one in the stomach. And uh, like I said, both of them have died. So 
um, he was he was arrested. They took him away, and uh, there have been. Uh, you know, uh, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, angry people down there in Panama. I can understand it. Uh, but this didn't happen because he's an American. This happened because uh, he is one of many fed up people down there in Panama, because, you know, it's one thing here in the United States. You know, these idiots shut down one road. You can basically get out of your truck. You pick them up and you pull them to the side. You just keep going or you can go around and there's another road. Well, they just don't have that luxury down there in Panama. And due to the fact that these roads have been shut down for, I think, about a month now, uh, everybody's getting to the point where they're very agitated. And, you know, they're saying, I'm I'm done with this. And I, I truly believe that is the point that the government is is hoping they're going to reach, that people are going to be so upset with the protesters, they're going to forget why everybody was upset with the government. And. And they're going to then turn it around on the protesters and say, when are you guys going to go home? This isn't going to do anything. It's not going to help us. So we just need to get this over with. <clears throat> Here is a little video of Kenneth Darlington being arrested. Uh, he was, uh, I guess, taken to jail. And there is a possibility that he may not actually spend any time in prison due to his advanced age. Uh, it's uh, either he's going to go to prison or. Or they're going to put him on house arrest and then just keep him there for the rest of his life. Um, but it's tragedy uh, all around. And uh, at the end of the day, I lay the blame for these gentlemen's deaths at the feet of the Panamanian government, at the feet of the Panamanian president uh, more than anything else. Because he's the one who ensured that this was going to blow up in the faces of everyone. He's still getting paid. He's the, the mining company is still there as far as I know. And um, you can actually view video of this uh, this shooting. Uh, every every copy that I found immediately cuts before you actually see somebody drop dead. Um, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's pretty intense. It's, it's very intense. So not going to play the whole thing right here, obviously, but uh, I think that uh, this is, again, a lesson in the way that the people are tricked into fighting each other by the government. <clears throat> in the United States, we've got paid protesters uh, that – Go into various areas and set up shop, um, mostly being paid by 501c3s, which are being paid by the government. And then that money goes directly from the government, directly into the 501c3, directly into the hands of the protesters. Uh, and then people start fighting in the streets. They get angry with each other and people stop fighting about who's really the problem. And it's the government. Every single time. Uh, C. Ziegra says, happy birthday to your mother, and she has a wonderful son. Thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Uh, I don't know, Zach. I think I would prefer getting shot over just run over with a car. Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'd hate to choose between either of them. At least if somebody's coming at you with a car, you might have the sense to 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 jump out of the way. I suppose there's always going to be somebody who thinks, ah, he's not really going to hit me. But, you know, if you're going 20 miles an hour, you get hit by a car, you're going to bounce. But, you know, it's not the same as, you know, getting a nine millimeter slug to the heart. So I don't know. I'm, I might uh, I might take the option of, of getting hit by a car if I had to choose. All right. This next story takes us from the uh, uh, the uh, south of the border to Washington, D.C., once again, where all of the problems reside in America. Recently, there was a series of brothels that 
were shut down. It was a network of brothels in Washington, D.C., and they were allegedly specifically serving elected officials. We've had three individuals arrested and charged for operating this highly sophisticated, high-end brothel brothel system. And I'm sorry, it wasn't in D.C. Uh, obviously, the uh, uh, the DOJ is in D.C., uh, but Virginia and Massachusetts is where these actually were housed, which is just outside of Washington, D.C. So they were catering to high-powered clientele, which included elected officials in Washington, D.C., uh, also government government contractors, people with security clearances, uh, and uh, so far none of them have been named by the DOJ, but it's been admitted that that's who was actually attending these uh, networks of brothels. So who are the guilty parties? Take a listen to their names. Han Lee, 41, of Cambridge, Massachusetts, James Lee, 68, of Torrance, California, and Jun Myung Lee, 30, of Dedham, Massachusetts. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, those are Chinese names. They've been charged with conspiracy to coerce and entice to travel to engage in illegal sexual activity. So this is, at the end of the day, about far more than just Washington, D.C. Beltway insiders paying for sex with girls at this ring of brothels. We're talking about an organized nationwide human trafficking network. Now, this is not the only Chinese-run brothel system that's been discovered and busted up very recently. There was another one a couple of weeks ago that I meant to report on and just never got to it in the show. There were two women who were running their own brothel system, and they were actually talking about killing and and maiming uh, rival brothels, uh, people who own them, run them, and then rival prostitutes as well. They were just terribly callous individuals, but they were Chinese as well. So this interstate prostitution network included multiple brothels in Cambridge and Watertown, Mass., Again, just outside of Washington, D.C., also Fairfax and Tysons, Virginia, and the brothels have been in operation since at least July of 2020. Now, as I said, the DOJ has not identified any of the high-powered clientele. I would really like to learn who those people were, but... As they state, the investigation is ongoing into the involvement of the sex buyers, and so they need to do a little bit more investigation before they actually bring any charges. The question is, will they bring charges, or will they defer to the fact that these are Beltway insiders, people who are currently in government, people who are employed by government, or more importantly, people with security clearances with access to secret confidential, uh, top secret, secure compartmentalized information. Over the course of the investigation, a wide array of buyers were identified, including, but not limited to, politicians, high-tech and pharmaceutical executives, doctors, military officers, government contractors that possess security clearances, professors, lawyers, scientists, and accountants. So essentially, just about every class of person that you would find in the modern deep state. Isn't that funny? They detailed in a press release some of the steps that the defendants allegedly took to maintain that high-end prostitution operation. And they said the brothels were located in rent high-end apartment complexes. Sometimes the rents were as high as $3,664 a month. So you know that these people were making a mint. Probably not the girls, but the Chinese uh, owners of these brothels, they were making a mint. 
The defendants allegedly coordinated airfare and travel for the women who were participating in these brothels, and they permitted them to stay in these apartment complexes. So they were able to locate websites that advertised nude Asian models for professional photography at upscale studios. But that was actually just a front for a prostitution ring that was offered through these appointments with the women that were listed on the websites. And the DOJ detailed the alleged verification process the buyers must undertake if they were going to become eligible for appointment bookings. Now, what did it require? Well, clients had to complete a form providing their full name, their email address, their phone number, their employer, and a reference if they had one. And then the DOJ also described the steps that the defendants allegedly took to conceal the sources of the funds as they were being transferred. Now, I want to draw your attention here. Besides the fact that this is being run by Chinese people, I want to draw your attention to the verification process. Require clients to complete a form providing their full name, their email address, their phone number, their employer, and a reference if they have one. That, to me, sounds like the perfect opportunity to gather blackmail on someone or to determine if, based upon their employment history and what level they're currently at in the U.S. government, if they're even worth bringing on as a client. Now, what's really interesting is that Paul Sperry is now reporting that prosecutors in the DOJ now suspect that this prostitution ring may have been part of a Chinese espionage plot and that specifically they were seeking and targeting high-tech government contracting centers like Cambridge and Tyson Center. There just happens to be a lot of D.C. government contractors that work there. You can bet People who are going to be working in the intelligence community, people who are going to be working in the defense community. And you have to ask yourself, in just three short years, how much damage do you think the Chinese Communist Party was able to do inside Washington, D.C.? How much of what we've seen happening over the last several years and even throughout our lifetime can be attributed to the blackmailing of high-level government insiders with security clearances who, once they pay for an Asian prostitute, would be willing to do anything to make sure that their constituents, their employer, maybe their wives and children, don't ever find out that they were sleeping with Chinese hookers. And my final question is, was Eric Swalwell a customer? Well, I can only hope that the DOJ is going to deliver us some of this information, but I have to be perfectly honest, uh, given the, the current circumstances that we see in the United States, I don't have very high hopes that uh, these people are going to be exposed. Uh, unfortunately, Washington, D.C. is built upon a series of sophisticated and ever more sophisticated blackmail schemes. And so the people who are paying for sex at these brothels that are run by more than likely uh, espionage agents coming from the People's Republic of China, you have to wonder if the people working at the DOJ might not already be customers, 
clients themselves. But this is certainly a story I'm going to be paying very close attention to, and I think that it warrants everyone's attention, because this has the opportunity to blow the D.C. corruption scheme wide open. And, you know, I want to recall your attention to 2017, well, between 2008 and 2017, the D.C. Madam case. Deborah Jean Palfrey, she was very famous at that time because she had a series of of brothels where she was running prostitutes, also catering to big wigs at tech companies, government agencies, and a number of other high-level organizations that were using her services, and that included elected officials in Washington, D.C. Now, she was actually found guilty of racketeering. They were ready to put her in prison, and the, the day before she was sentenced, she was suicided, and of course, we never heard from her again. Now, she had a little black book which had the names of clients in it, and of course, as a uh, uh, a, a practical matter of gathering evidence for her defense, her lawyer, which is, was a man named Montgomery Blair Sibley, he was able to get Verizon Wireless to hand over the phone numbers and all of the identifying information, addresses, names, etc., of who those customers were. And he had at one time planned to release those names. And this was back in 2017, 2018. Now, Mr. Sibley was unsurprisingly, perhaps, disbarred. He's no longer a lawyer. Uh, and as I stated, Deborah Jean Palfrey is dead as a doornail. So if the Washington, D.C. Beltway insider crew is willing to murder and they're willing to ruin somebody's very uh, uh, life and, and reputation and uh, their, uh, their, their chosen line of employment, <laughs> you know, are, are, are they going to think twice about not telling us uh, what elected officials were sleeping with Chinese hookers? I don't think so. Andre says, hi, Zach, I hit traffic and I missed 22 minutes of cocktail hour, but I'm going to be Kate. I'm going to be late. Maybe I'm going to be turning tuning into RP 78. Happy birthday, RP 78. Mom, P.S. I saw a bunch of Palestine protesters here. Get me some some pictures, man, and uh, be safe. I hope you have fun at the ball, man. All right. So uh, continuing on. This, to me, is probably the biggest story of the month, the year, the decade. It turns out that a number of high-profile American media companies, the AP, CNN, New York Times, and Reuters, all of them had journalists embedded with Hamas on October 7th. It's not just that they were there and an attack happened. They were embedded with the Hamas attackers, and they were present, and they were accounted for, and they were witness to whatever atrocities took place. So here we have two different reporters from likely two different organizations, uh, both with some pretty nice cameras. And then this is a couple of Hamas guys right here, and then I believe that this is a, a Jewish hostage right there in the middle. This is huge, okay, because not only does it mean that these news, quote, fake news agencies participated in acts of genocide, of war, uh, but they must have known about it ahead of time, because otherwise, how could they have arranged for their people to be embedded? Which then brings me to my ultimate question, how is it possible 
It becomes exceedingly impossible to believe that the Israeli government or individuals within the Israeli government didn't know about what was going to take place ahead of time. Because CNN, New York Times, Reuters, none of them are intelligence agencies. All of them are just fake news agencies. So are we to believe that these American news agencies have better intelligence than the Mossad or the CIA or any of the other Five Eyes nations? No, no. I think that the knowledge of this attack ahead of time was well known among the people who, you know, were were most likely going to profit off of the death and destruction. They knew about it. And that's the only way that we can explain how these people were there. Now, we have this man on screen right here. He's a, uh, a freelance journalist that lived in Gaza or lives in Gaza. And he is one of those people who was embedded with the attackers on October 7th. And uh, he actually published a video to his uh, his Twitter or his Telegram. Maybe it was his Instagram. Uh, and in that video, I mean, he's there on the day of. There's an Israeli tank on fire in the background. But with AP, CNN, Reuters, and the New York Times all using footage contemporaneous to the seven hours of uh, military action that was taking place, you know, a lot of people were wondering, wow, how were, how were they there so quickly? <laughs> how did they get that footage? How did they get those pictures just so quickly? Well, uh, I thought it was funny also that the mainstream media has been like so pro Hamas this entire time. Maybe the reason that they have been is because it was too dangerous for them to keep being as pro Israel as they have in the past. Because now that they actually took part in attacks, you know, cross border attacks, maybe they were hoping that Israel would be completely wiped off the map and then they'd never have to answer for this stuff. Well, if only it wasn't for the various reporters that were embedded with these attackers that were posting stuff to their various social media accounts. Turns out the Wall Street Journal also had somebody there. Uh, and here you've got uh, an image of a bulldozer taking down the fence. They were there when it happened. Uh, we also have even more shocking information about that. Uh, first of all, Right here, (laughs) the Gaza reporter that was with CNN that was shown to be present at the time of the attacks, he also had video or pictures of himself carrying a grenade. So that means that he literally took part in whatever happened that day. Now, since actually posting those those videos and and making it known that, you know, he was there and and they had us uh, embedded on purpose. CNN has publicly uh, separated from their their relationship with him, um, and uh, and and they've gone ahead and fired him. Uh, so they are now trying to get as far away from this as possible. But Reuters and the AP refute that they had any prior knowledge of this. Again, there is no logical reason why these news agencies had these people embedded there. If they didn't know it was going to happen ahead of time. So uh, I think that uh, this calls into question once again the entire narrative of how this could have taken place of how the most well fortified border in the world uh, could see such an obvious and, and clumsy attack coming across the border once again. 
it's the governments of these two nations uh, of Israel and then the the uh, the uh, the leaders of Hamas okay they're not the ones who are dying it's the Palestinians it's the Israelites those are the people who are dying <clears throat> so uh, at the end of the day for them what does it matter you know oh, okay we got a little cross border attack action taking place oh, cool man it means we can get the united states here lickety split and then you guys you'll get billions of dollars in humanitarian aid we'll both come out on top plus we'll have just a couple of fewer mouths to feed and we can get right to our agenda 2030 work and everything will be cool we just got to make sure nobody finds out well it's a little late for that let's go ahead and take a look at the footage of the cnn reporter on the date of the attack take a look hold on guys i need to try to fix this one more time Testing, testing, one, two, three. Okay, so you know what really bothers me about having a conversation about this is that I see people online doing the same bullshit they did after 9-11. You know, when when people looked at what happened on 9-11 and said, how could the United States not have known about this? Well, the answer was that they did. Certain people in the government knew and they allowed it to happen. Okay, Dick Cheney gave the stand down order. They orchestrated the training exercises on the day of September 11th for a freaking reason. Every time there's a false flag attack, they set up these training exercises to create the confusion, to create the uh, uh, the air of mystery and people just not knowing what the hell is going on. And they allow these attacks to happen so that they can, I don't know, uh, fulfill one mission, one goal or another. So after 9-11, it was, it, it, you know, you were not allowed to say that George Bush did 9-11 or that the United States government had foreknowledge of 9-11. And you're barely even allowed to say that Mossad knew about 9-11. But they did. Urban moving systems. Do the research. They got a whole FBI report on it. Those guys were deported. They knew about it before it happened. There were many intelligence agencies that knew about 9-11 before it happened. So are we to believe that 22 years later, the surveillance and detection grid of these various intelligence communities all over the all over the world have gotten worse of course not it's preposterous they've gotten better if anything so i see people on twitter saying you know this is a this is a disgusting anti-semitic thing to say it's not anti-semitic it's being honest about the governments of our nations not caring about who we are if we live, if we die. We are fodder for the meat grinder. That's all we are to them. They don't care about us. They care if we show up to vote. They care if we pay our taxes. <laughs> but they'll kill you without thinking about it, without a care in the world. And then they'll go hire a Chinese hooker. It's just the way that it is. These people don't care. Uh, I saw someone in the chat in the last show, I don't know if you're here, but said that, you know, I'm hoping that I feel like we are being suckered with Trump. You got, you know, and just if anybody here, if anybody here 
has any confusion about whether or not President Trump was genuine, like, please allow me to allay any fears you might have. Take a look at what the deep state has done to President Trump. Look at what they continue to do to him. I just do not see how what they're doing to him. They're they're basically trying to destroy him in any way that they can. They did it during his time in office. They they crucified him essentially in you know, obviously not physically, but in a metaphoric sense. And if President Trump was supposed to be some Pied Piper to lead us in the wrong direction, why wouldn't they let him do it? They have no problem lying to us about everything else, guys. President Trump is the real deal. He's the only politician that I know 100% that I can trust. Okay, and why is that? Because he's not a freaking politician. He's an American patriot. He's just a guy. He's a business owner. He's somebody who gave up everything. He sacrificed everything to try to save America. And the least we can do is give one-tenth of what President Trump is given. All right, now, my faith is so vitally important. I believe in one God, okay? There is only one path to salvation as far as I'm concerned. But I trust President Trump here on earth to do the right thing. I have faith that what he's doing aligns with God's plan for us and for America. There is a large distinction between the faith I have in my God and the faith that I have in President Trump as a leader and a person. I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character. I've met a lot of scummy people over my years. President Trump is not one of them. If he was going to lead us in the wrong direction, it would be so easy to allow him to get elected and then just do a bunch of stupid stuff like every freaking president does. <laughs> they have nothing They have nothing to hold over his head. He's done nothing illegal. He's done Nothing that they can use against him. Everything that they have tried to charge him with has been made up. So look at the the facts of the matter. President Trump is the real deal. All right. President Trump is the real deal. All right, guys. So uh, we got to take a break for the second half of the show. Give me just a sec. We'll be right back on the other side. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been made manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the Carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. 
All right, I'm reading the chat. I promise, guys, no more gay porn. <laughs> no, no, no more shirtless and Goran photos. I promise. I swear to God. We've got a lot of other things to talk about. And next, uh, I'd like to transition. You know, speaking of a feckless, ineffective government, uh, I'd like to discuss this recent report coming out of the Government Accountability Office. Uh, they're a watchdog and they monitor the spending of the federal government. And what they've determined is that there are massive discrepancies. And yet, you of course have to ask yourself, I mean, is it because the federal government is uh, populated by employees who are just bad at their job? or because they are willfully mismanaging the resources that they have at their disposal. I think it's probably a combination of both, but I really don't care. Uh, I think that at the end of the day, the vast majority of the agencies that are under the banner of the federal government are feckless, are uh, untenable, and that they are woefully mismanaging everything that Congress has uh, appointed them with. So the GAO on Tuesday found that government agencies are incorrectly reporting spending and at times do not even report their expenditures to a a government website called usaspending.gov. This is the official source of federal spending information. So what this means is that you can go look at usaspending.gov. You can see theoretically where your money is going or where the money they're printing is going. That's probably a more accurate way to say it. Uh, but in all honesty, you can't trust it. It's just like our election system. It's completely uncheckable. Uh, you can't verify. You can't validate anything. And uh, all you're knowing is the information that they're telling you. And what's the one thing you know about government? If they're talking, they're lying. If their lips are moving, they're lying. The Department of Treasury of Health and Human Services, Homeland Security, and the Department of Transportation, all of them were flagged by the Government Accountability Office for having, get me here, multi-billion dollar discrepancies, multi-billion. Think back to September 10th, 2001, when uh, Donald Rumsfeld had that press conference and let everybody know that there was $23 billion that was missing they didn't know where it was. Twenty-three. I, I remember thinking at that time, like, wow, that's a lot of money. And I, I have to believe that there's a, a distinct possibility we're talking about way more than $23 billion here. Uh, so <laughs> I, I'm just I'm glad this wasn't like put out there on national television, but they didn't hold a press conference because I would probably assume that there would be a massive false flag attack tomorrow. And who knows? There still might be. God, got to pray. But we're talking about discrepancies that were across various public COVID-19 spending disclosures. This is during the fiscal year of 2022. 25 executive agencies, all of which are responsible for internally determining if they meet the conditions that would require reporting their expenditures to USA Spending, all of them were included among the 49 agencies that the GAO identified as having not reported their COVID-19 obligations to USA Spending. Once again, I ask you, if this was a mistake or a willful omission that was made by a citizen of the United States, by one of you, by me, we would go to prison, okay? We wouldn't get a Hunter Biden sweetheart deal. I don't have any big shot Hollywood lawyers that are going to pay my multi-million dollar tax bill or anything like that. This is, again, 
a very glaring, obvious example of rules for thee, but not for me. Not for federal, not for Uncle Sam, not for these agencies under the executive branch. The GAO has recommended to Congress that they delegate power to Treasury and the Office of Budget and Management to independently determine which agencies are required to report and to oversee the completeness of reporting by all required agencies. That's a start. It's a start. Make it centralized. Okay, you've you've got all of these various agencies spend, 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 saying, trust me, give me the money. And then the money ends up where? We don't know. I mean, every single one of these employees might have a Ferrari at home in their garage. How would we know? We wouldn't. Their bosses wouldn't even know. They said if Congress or the Office of Management and Budget in coordination with the Department of Treasury do not take recommended steps to improve the quality and reporting data, USAspending.gov will not provide policymakers and the public with transparency over all funds federal agencies spend as required. It's against the law for them to not disclose this information to us. But then again, they're the ones tasked with the responsibility of determining what they actually need to adhere to. So what did we expect? Treasury had the greatest discrepancy, the one agency uh, that uh, they actually suggest should handle the record the reporting requirements in the future. I, I got to say, I find that to be highly ironic. They had the greatest discrepancy in COVID-19 spending across their different public reports. They denoted $231.5 billion in COVID-19 spending in their annual fiscal report. And they only reported $36 billion to USA spending. HHS had the second worst discrepancy. That agency's annual financial report listed $85.7 billion in COVID-19 obligations. And they only reported $91.7 billion on USA spending. Where'd the extra money come from, guys? Did somebody pad their receipt books or something? Uh, other discrepancies were relatively mild when conti- when when compared against 230 or 100 billion dollars DHS reported about 400 million dollars more in its annual budget uh, as compared to its entries on USA spending and the Department of Transportation had a discrepancy of about 10 million dollars I don't know if it was for or against and even the data that was reported to USA spending is oftentimes incomplete we have more than 1.3 trillion dollars in spending obligations reported to this website between 2020 and 2022 and they all complain incomplete de- com- contain incomplete data the entries were unlinked, which means that they contained incomplete information, and sometimes they would feature the amount of spending, but there would be no description of what the funds were actually being spent on. Quality federal spending data is key for Congress, federal managers, and the American public to track taxpayer dollars. We found agencies that either did not report spending data or reported inconsistent spending data, and that's including for the COVID-19 funds. By assigning Treasury the responsibility, again, the agency that had the worst track record on this, uh, that would allow agencies to report to USAspending.gov, and it would require reporting agencies uh, report their data. Congress can help improve the completeness and usefulness of data on the website for decision-making and accountability purposes. But accountability is not what they're interested in. 
Blank checks. That's what they're interested in. They are interested in making sure that they continue to get that sweet, sweet cash and then it comes directly out of your pockets. Let me say thank you to Trump1 over on Pilled.net. Thank you for the cookie. LKW Cross says, a cookie for your mother's birthday. Thank you, LK. Uh, Boise Blanc 89 thanks for the cookie. Mighty Patriot, thank you very much for the pair of shades. And then Sean Joe, thanks for the cookie as well. Appreciate the support, you guys. Thank you very much. So at the same time that uh, the government is, you know, totally unaccountable, to us or even to itself. Uh, once again, the people of the United States are the only ones who are ever held accountable. So we have this situation ongoing in New Jersey. Uh, this man that you see on screen right here, he was a, a protester who was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Two and a half years later, the FBI and heavily kitted out SWAT teams show up to his house looking to arrest him, and probably looking to put him in prison at the end of the day. His name is Gregory Yetman, and the FBI and local police showed up to his house, and they were combing the woods near his home in what looked like a manhunt straight out of, what was that movie with Harrison Ford? The Fugitive. The one-armed man. This is them looking for the one-armed man. So Yeoman, excuse me, Yetman, uh, is an army captain, and I believe he was in the service at the time that he was in D.C. Uh, it was reported yesterday that they were attempting to arrest him and serve him a warrant for whatever he did in D.C. two and a half years ago. Uh, I guess that now he is a retired uh, excuse me. He was a military police sergeant in the Jersey National Guard at the time of January 6th. But now he's retired. So. What is he accused of? On January 6th, he's accused of picking up a large canister of pepper spray from the ground and spraying it towards Capitol Police officers uh, and protesters, I guess. Hmm. Now, for this crime, something that happens each weekend at your local uh, BLM Antifa riot, the FBI thought that it was prudent to launch a manhunt and to spend a lot of money trying to find him. So they tipped off the local New York news affiliates, and uh, the local news put a, a helicopter in the sky, NBC, NBC New York. And they sent out to film the raid as it was happening. Same kind of thing they did to Roger Stone and James O'Keefe with uh, CNN. And, uh, and here they are. You can see this is them looking like they're in an active war zone in Ukraine. Uh, fully kitted out in fatigues and uh, uh, bulletproof vests, bulletproof helmets, uh, looking for a guy who was accused of picking up a can of pepper spray. So uh, at, when this story came out earlier today, Yetman had yet to be found. And I'm not certain if they have located him yet. But here is an actual video coming when from TikTok. Zuckerberg paid $20 uh, billion dollars in bonds. Um, What's that? Every message. Uh, this is once again. Enforcement official. Okay, so it looked like the audio was coming through my audio channel, which may be why I can't hear it. Hang on. Let's see here. So, desktop audio. Let me try this now. Have swarmed a location that's in Middlesex County, and they're searching for a man wanting a connection to the January 6th attack at the U.S. Capitol. Tom's shut the fuck. Shut up. 
Attack at the U.S. Capitol. My God. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800 lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. I'm so sick of that narrative. In Chopper 4, as you see live over the scene, Tom, what can you tell us about this? All right, as you mentioned, uh, Adam, they, the FBI was executing a warrant here, 131 Main Street in Helmeda, New Jersey, earlier this morning. Now, they're looking for uh, Gregory Yetman, who was involved in the January 6th incident at the Capitol. He fled the area. They were searching uh, this uh, this home earlier this morning. We have video of that that we shot earlier. So did he flee the area 
Or did he have some place to be? I mean, it was first thing in the morning. I mean, did they just expect that they were going to find him in his underwear, bathrobe, drinking coffee? And that's why they came so early. Freight Awakening says, uh, just catching up, but I'm pretty sure Rumsfeld said that. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Two point three trillion dollars. That's right. Right. Before, thank you, Fredo. Sorry. I knew that it was a two and a three. And anyways, I was thinking off cuff. But you're correct. Two point three trillion dollars. Uh, so I don't know if he's been caught. I hope that something doesn't happen to him. Uh, I hope that this is innocent, you know, but I mean, maybe he's trying to make a point because it, it's bullshit. Okay. It is at the end of the day, it's, it's another example of government overreach and the persecution of the American people by an overzealous government who seeks to destroy our civil rights and destroy our right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and it's disgusting. So, we also had this instance where the FBI visited the home of a journalist uh, in Texas. What was his crime? Well, he exposed what was possibly a Hamas training camp that was located near the U.S.-Mexico border. So, once again, the sanctity of our civil rights, including freedom of the press, just apparently don't exist to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. And uh, the uh, the protection of your sources is something that you should no longer depend upon if you're an American citizen. So uh, Sarah Fields, who was the director of advocacy. F- Thank you very much. Uh, that was from. Oratorio 7-2, Oratorio 7-2. Thank you very, very much. And actually, let me move that up to the top. So there we go. Now you can see President Trump dancing. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. So Sarah Fields, she's the director of advocacy for the Texas Freedom Coalition uh, and a reporter for The Publica. Uh, she's the one who exposed the possible existence of a Hamas training camp near the U.S.-Mexico border. So she recently made a, uh, a harrowing public account of her uh, interactions with the FBI. They showed up at her home unannounced, not once but twice, and they attempted to intimidate her into extracting the information about her confidential sources. What do you think the possibility is that the FBI was, uh, not that they wanted to find the location of this supposed Hamas training camp, because if they wanted to do that, they could have just read her her article. Um, it, no, I think that they were probably upset because uh, their, uh, their patsy group that they were setting up to engage in a false flag attack on American soil, it, it got blown up. So now they can't use that one. They're probably going to have to set people up in a whole nother place, pump a whole bunch of money into ensuring that the people who are ready to commit a terror attack on American soil remain totally anonymous and that we have none the wiser. It all started October 17th when, according to Sarah Fields, FBI agents showed up at her doorstep. She was away at that time, but she recounted that the agents later contacted her and insisted on a private meeting at the local field office to discuss her reporting. And obviously, they were particularly interested in the stories that she had written related to war and the border. Now, she is uh, 
truly an ethical journalist, so she refused. So then they began harassing her. They said that if she didn't show up for a private meeting, that things were not going to go well. Now, luckily, she has, uh, looks like a ring doorbell of some kind. They ended up showing up to her house that day, October 17th. They called her over and over and over and over again. So this is what she actually wrote on Twitter regarding her experience. We're going to go to her Twitter. So if you guys want to follow her, you can. Let's go ahead and give her a follow. Okay. So I've been debating on whether to share this or not. But because they showed up at my house today, unannounced, I decided to go ahead and let everybody know. The FBI showed up to my door unannounced on October 17th. I wasn't home, and I won't share the whole video for the sake of protecting others in my home. They called me later in the day, and they wanted to arrange a meeting in private at the local office. Red flag. They wanted to speak with me about certain stories I'd reported on with special interest regarding anything war or border related. The only conclusion I can come to is that they would like access to my sources. They also told me that they were uncomfortable speaking about these topics on the phone because then, of course, she could memorialize a recording of that conversation. I did not meet with them. I do not and will not share sources, especially when they have requested to remain anonymous. Such is the right of a journalist in the United States of America. I understand the FBI has a few good guys spread throughout their agency. However, it's impossible to know who's good and who's corrupt. The FBI is corrupted beyond repair, and you will never see me cooperate with them. Right now, they're acting like a desperate guy who got turned down and is now turned into a stalker. If the FBI is reading this, kindly stick it. I love it. Let's take a listen. Here is them showing up at her house. My name is Special Agent Grant Mason. I'm with the uh, FBI office here in Tyler, Texas. Yeah, that's the same video recorded again. So viewer 12 says, I'm watching about 30 minutes behind, but holy shit, anyone in our government who votes to send any other country a dime needs to be removed and investigated for defrauding the American people. Yes, and I just want to be very clear in case you guys came in as I was reading that tweet. That was from Sarah Fields. The FBI did not show up at my house, but... The sentiments are exactly the same in my heart as they are for her. So due to the fact that they are not leaving me alone, I've decided to show uh, – due to the fact that they have not leaving me alone and have decided to show up at my home several times unannounced, I want everyone to know about this. If they decide to take things further, I'm going to need help. I also want everyone to understand who these people are and who they are beholden to. They should be working on releasing the Epstein list, not harassing investigative journalists in East Texas. And she has an update. I officially have legal representation. This harassment is about to come to a halt. Sarah is no longer on her own. And we've got a video from her. Uh, And let's go ahead and take a listen. My name is Sarah Fields. I'm a Texas activist, a constitutional government advocate. Here in Texas, I work in legislation. I'm also an investigative journalist for the Publica. What is happening to me and my family as Americans on American soil is not okay. A few weeks ago, the FBI showed up at my door. They did not want information about the stories that I share 
They did not want further information or details about the information that I've shared about the border with boots on the ground experience. They wanted me to out my sources. After the first time they came to visit me, I wasn't here. They then called me on my cell phone later on that day. (laughs) We didn't give them my cell phone number and wanted further information about, about a specific story that I shared about a few weeks ago about a Hamas training camp across the border from uh, Brownsville, Texas. I told them that I would never give them a source which would compromise and possibly place my source in danger, but that they were welcome to look up a conference that was held in 2021 where this exact thing was actually discussed. They then told me that they were uncomfortable talking about this on the phone and wanted to meet me in private. When is the FBI uncomfortable talking about something on the phone? When they know that people are going to be listening, when they know that they are stamp trampling all over your civil liberties, that's when they don't want to talk on the phone. They don't want to be on the record because they don't want to get caught with their pants down. Aren't we usually the ones who are uncomfortable because we think the FBI is listening? Needless to say, I did not go to their private meeting, and they have harassed my family ever since. They have showed up at my doorstep several times. They have called me. They have texted me, and I will not respond, and I will not speak to them. I have been to the border multiple times since 2021. I have shared stories about women who are having their pregnant bellies cut open and babies left lying on the ground and drugs being stuffed in their bellies and then sewn back up. Oh, my God. Stories about portable ultrasound machines owned by the cartel checking for women who are pregnant because then they are more valuable in the traffic in a trafficking situation. And then recently, the story about the Hamas training camp where young men dressed in dark clothing were crossing over the river in the middle of the night to conduct training illegally here in the States and then go heading back over the river to the camp once they were finished. That camp has uh, now been moved to a different location or has been shut down altogether as of late 2021 or early 2022. But my source is never wrong. And my source is the one who provided me with that information. I would never provide a source to anyone, let alone a three letter agency that has been known to be weaponized against the right, especially in the last three years. Not only would I place my source in danger and compromise their position as far as their uh, availability to be able to report from where they are, I would also lose the trust of the American people as a journalist. I would lose all integrity. I would also be... And that's the thing. It's something that the FBI doesn't understand. Integrity matters. All right? Keeping your word matters. Protecting rights matters. Unfortunately, this is a thread that the federal government has completely lost. God, this this woman's great. Part in possibly silencing someone that is just trying to reveal the truth. I will never reveal a source to an alphabet agency that has no interest in protecting the constitutional rights of the American people. I'd rather you just put me in jail first. Oh, that's so awesome. Good for her. Good for her. My and name is Sarah Fields. I'm glad that uh, Shipwreck Crew is uh, going to be representing her now. Uh, I just followed all of them. I've seen this guy before. I thought I was following him, but 
All right. Well, uh, that's that's quite the story. Here we go. She's got uh, an actual map of where the uh, the training camp was. And um, uh, the public, uh, the FBI has made several attempts to contact a reporter. Sarah is censored over stories she's covered. At what point does this become harassment? Again, rules for thee, not for me. FBI doesn't have to follow any rules. They've weaponized themselves against us. The federal government has weaponized them against us. She makes such an excellent point. Of course, there's good men and women in the FBI. But how in the hell are we supposed to know who they are? What have you done to give us the assurance that we can trust you? That you're not just going to shoot us in the back of the head at the next possible opportunity? Because that's all I see. That's all I'm seeing you doing. And that is such a sad thing. Conservatives have traditionally been aligned with government until, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. You know, we're the ones who thought we, we could trust the government, right? You know, you, you trust law enforcement. You, you trust the police. You trust the process. <laughs> and it was the, uh, the liberals who were the conspiracy theorists, the ones who didn't trust the man, well, now nobody trusts them. Nobody trusts the government. Nobody trusts these various federal federal agencies. Everybody knows it's not conspiracy theories. It's conspiracy fact. There are conspiracies working against us, working against the best interests of the nation. And those people engaged in those conspiracies are employed by the federal government. It's sad. It's the truth. So, now, after hearing this series of stories about the FBI, it might it might interest you to know that they just got rewarded. They are now being given a brand new headquarters in Maryland. Uh, they've been approved for $300 million in additional funding, which I would imagine is going to build them a new building and a new training facility as the fiscal year of 2024 approaches we've got a big debate about government spending and uh, steve womack introduced hr 4664 so this bill provides 2024 appropriations for several federal departments and agencies that includes money for the department of treasury who we just learned is the absolute worst at record keeping the agency that runs the money. They can't keep track of the money. The executive office of the president. Why do they need any more cash? What possible, what are they, they're going to be expanding their own private surveillance grid. They're going to be investigating new ways to bend you, the American taxpayer, over to stick their hand further into your pocket. Oh, the judiciary, the corrupt judiciary. Though the District of Columbia, which shouldn't even exist as far as I'm concerned, and a number of several independent agencies. The independent agencies funded by this bill include the Administrative Conference of the United States, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, a big money laundering scam, the Consumer Product Safety Commission, oh, the Election Assistance Commission, who is only assisting in stealing our elections, the Federal Communications Commission, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, the Federal Election Commission, another one I don't trust, Federal Labor Relations Authority, put money into the union's pockets, the Federal Permitting Improvement Steering Council, the Federal Trade Commission, which, what is their trade? I mean, you've taken 
all U.S. manufacturing virtually and sent it overseas. So what do we have to work with now? The Harry S. Truman Scholarship Foundation, the General Services Administration, the Merit Systems uh, just goes on and on and on. It's more money. The U.S. Postal Service, the U.S. Tax Court. Of course, they have to fund the U.S. tax court because how else are they going to fund the wholesale rape of your bank account? An amendment was proposed by the Honorable Matt Gates of Florida effectively seeking to bar the utilization of any funds for acquiring property intended for the new FBI headquarters. So on Wednesday, Gates launched this attack against the White House, the FBI and Democrats while he was uh, politicking on the House floor. He criticized this appeal for funding and he said it was aimed at developing an expansive new facility in Washington, D.C. They want to spend more than $300 million on that complex. Though the FBI has an employee base that's about 2.3% of the United States military. Mr. Speaker, they are literally asking for something that is larger than the Pentagon for the FBI. And now, once they get that facility that's larger than the Pentagon... What are they going to do with it? Well, they're going to expand their reach. They're going to employ more people. They're going to come up with new and innovative programs, which can be used to look at everything you do to examine with the the uh, with the magnification power of, uh, of of a billion times exactly everything that you do in, in your private life. And so my amendment would disallow any spending, planning, distribution of funds for that purpose. I don't believe the FBI deserves a massive new headquarters or a Washington field office. He argued against the investment of more than the $300 million into a complex that is undeserved. Why is it undeserved? Because the FBI is engaged in the abuse of power, in the violation of civil rights, in the deprivation of rights of average Americans, of reporters, of Political opposition. They've worked hard to censor factual information harmful to their preferred political candidates, most notably the Hunter Biden laptop. The FBI is currently based in the D.C. metro area. And they were directly involved in the censorship of this story and so many others. They are building this new headquarters. It's going to condone, reinforce, and enable the Washington, D.C. field office's behavior. This is, again, the same field office that shut down the 40 or more confidential human sources coming forward over the entirety of the continental United States to report on the illegal business dealings of the Biden crime family. This is the same Washington field office that has overseen the raid on Mar-a-Lago, the arrests of so many American patriots. On the other side of the aisle, Representative Womack raises not so much in defense of the FBI's request, but in opposition to what he views as precipitate action against it. He acknowledges the headquarters dilapidation, yet calls for thorough hearings and expert testimony before reaching a decision on funding. The answer is no. The only correct answer is no, not another bloody cent. Stop rewarding the bad behavior in Washington, D.C. It's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. You know, the other thing about Matt Gates is he's standing up for January 6th prisoners. He stood up for them today when he was directly addressing concerns of the political retaliation that January 6th prisoners are experiencing. He was speaking uh, to someone from the U.S. Bureau of Prisons. 
And uh, he was calling out the treatment of many of these people, Jake Lang, who I've had on the show a number of times, Owen, Owen Schroyer, uh, John Strand, uh, many of the MAGA grandmas who were arrested just for standing on the lawn. So now uh, this uh, this update on X that Owen Schroyer put out showed that he's going to be getting an additional 30 days in solitary confinement. So I think the whole time he's going to be in prison, he's going to be in solitary. John Strand, he was sentenced to three years, 32 months in prison. And uh, even though the Bureau of Prisons has a scoring system uh, to determine how you're treated and maybe if you're going to get out early with good behavior, uh, he was sent to a rough and tumble, like, you know, high security prison. They placed him in isolation immediately. As we've seen on so many different occasions, many of these January 6 prisoners are being held in substandard, inhuman conditions. If our soldiers were prisoners of war in another nation and they were being treated in that way, it would be a violation of the Geneva Convention. But again, rules for thee, not for me. We don't have to apply to those things because it's within our own borders. They can treat political prisoners in whatever way they see fit. It's disgusting. So Gates was uh, directing his concerns to the director of the Federal Bureau of Prisons, and he said, I I was heartened by your discussion of site visits to our prisons to get firsthand understanding of what's going on there. Sometimes members of Congress have had challenges doing that. Remember, they've been stopped when they've tried to go visit January 6th prisoners. Could you give us some advice? If we wanted to glean those benefits and get that firsthand experience, what's the best way for us to go about that with your team? Well, thank you, Congressman. Uh, So if you have your team reach out to our Office of Legislative Affairs, we will be happy to make that arrangement. Well, thank you so much. Does the Bureau of Prisons retaliate against people based on political or constitutionally protected speech? (laughs) And the director says, I've been very clear that retaliation will not be stood for on my watch. Gates responded, "Uh, and you're confident that that's being observed throughout the Bureau? Peter says, I'm confident that message has been delivered. Whether or not it's being enforced, uh, I don't know. But if anyone engages in retaliation, we will hold them accountable. Gates asked if the Bureau of Prisons director was familiar with the case of John Strand. Peters, unsurprisingly, said, no, that name's not familiar to me. Gates replied, so Mr. Strand was a witness at a hearing that we had regarding some of the civil rights concerns of people who have interacted with the Department of Justice in January 6 matters. He was convicted, sentenced at FCI Miami, and I had received word that he had been placed into enhanced confinement and into higher acuity, securing as a consequence of information that others had put out on his Twitter feed. So does that ring a bell to you? Congressman, I wouldn't be able to speak to any individual circumstances regarding their behavior inside our institutions. What I can assure you is that if an individual is placed at our special housing unit, it wouldn't be it would be for conduct that happened inside the institution. So what's a special housing unit, director? Well, a special housing unit is one of our restrictive housing placements that could include disciplinary segregation, protective custody, and would house individuals that either were a harm to themselves or others or had actually engaged in misbehavior inside our institutions. And Gates replied, well, I'm worried about the fact that Mr. Strand gave us testimony about some of his concerns. And as you know, people give us testimony. We sort through what's right and wrong and should be acted on and shouldn't be acted on. 
It's not gospel. It's just testimony of the treatment he'd received at the Bureau. And then I send a letter to you concerned about that, because like you, I don't want anyone retaliated against for constitutionally protected speech. And therefore, I got a letter back from the aforementioned Office of Legislative Affairs in your office, the same one he was told to reach out to. And they say, in part, Mr. Strand was moved to a secure housing unit with increased supervision and frequent employee contact on September 26th, 2023, pending completion of an investigation. So I guess my question is that like akin to what we would normally think of as solitary confinement, those words, secure housing unit with increased supervision and frequent employee contact, we would use the word restrictive housing. (laughs) Okay, so what is this? Because this guy's a nonviolent. He was never violent towards anyone, and I'm just wondering why the assets that we fund, the highest acuity, violent people, would this be used for that purpose? And it just goes on and on and on, a series of issues and doublespeak, and Dr. Peters, the director of the Bureau of Prisons, has absolutely nothing to say other than deflection (laughs) and misdirection. All right. Uh, We are nearing the end of the show, so I've got only a couple more stories left, guys, but some really good news coming out of Minnesota. The Minnesota Supreme Court has rejected a bid to block President Trump from gaining primary ballot access after a chief justice had dressed down a leftist lawyer. So Minnesota's high court last Thursday held a hearing on whether or not they should block President Trump from the 2024 ballot. You had eight Minnesota voters filing a lawsuit citing the 14th Amendment, the same BS they're doing in Michigan, the same BS they're doing in Colorado. They want to keep President Trump off the ballot. A leftist lawyer appeared before the Minnesota Supreme Court last Thursday to argue to the state that they have the authority to block Trump from the ballot. So the legal theories are based on Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution's 14th Amendment. It states that political officials, public officials who have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. may be disqualified from public office. Well, as you all know, President Trump has not been charged with engaging in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. Five of the Minnesota justices who are Democrats appeared skeptical that states can decide whether Trump can appear on the ballot. And then two of the justices recuse themselves from the case. And then last week, Chief Justice Natalie Hudson sharply criticized the lawyer's argument and said, this is a national matter for Congress to decide. And then she also continued, so should we do it even if we could do it and we can do it? She argued that if states had the power to block a person from the ballot, it would create chaos. So the high court has flatly rejected this radical leftist Democrats legal bid to block President Trump. There is no state statute that prohibits a major political candidate from placing on the presidential nomination primary ballot a candidate who is ineligible to hold office. So according to Americans for Prosperity, the Supreme Court of Minnesota said it would consider a similar claim to keep President Trump off the general ballot at a later date. Now, similar 14th Amendment Uh, Attempts to remove Trump from the ballot are happening in a number of other areas. Uh, The U.S. Constitution has three requirements to be president, and I'm sure that you're all well aware of them. you got to be a natural-born citizen of the United States. You've got to be at least 35 years old, and you have to have been a resident for 14 years. And the arguments that are being made to keep President Trump off the ballot are merely 
the last ditch efforts of a desperate deep state who are hoping that this one is finally going to do it. We're finally going to get Trump. We're going to keep him off the ballot and we're going to secure democracy once again, just like they did in 2020. All right. So final stories all have to do with President Trump. This is a great one. And I think that it likely could help him in his New York case, certainly in the uh, challenges, uh, the appeals that he's going to have after Judge Ngorin says that he's going to have to pay this or that. But uh, PLP, it's actually happy birthday to my mother. So happy birthday, mom. Happy birthday, Red Pill mom. President Trump has greatly, dramatically increased his net wealth ever since leaving office. And that's a great thing. The man deserves it. So the corporate worth of his businesses is what's currently at question in the New York court case and civil case by Letitia Peekaboo James. And of course, Judge Ngorin, the shirtless selfie taker, who's not an expert in real estate, dramatically lowballed the value of President Trump's personal assets. They're trying to get $250 million out of him. And, of course, they want to destroy his businesses in New York. And Gorin, without a jury trial, without any so much as, you know, but a stroke of the pen, he has already determined that fraud was committed, even though there's no evidence of President Trump absconding with any loans or screwing over any banks. Uh, there's no complaints from anybody who was doing business with him. All it is is merely the complaints uh, of these overly zealous and obsessive political enemies of Donald Trump. So that should tell you everything you need to know. So we've got a lot of information surrounding the dramatic wealth that President Trump had at the time before he went into office, during office, and then after office. And and the supposition by Angoran that Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million is a total farce. And this latest report about his current net wealth is coming from the Epic Times, but the information deciding that is actually coming from the Billionaires Index, which is published by Bloomberg, which is a mainstream media business publication. They are saying that President Trump is now worth $3.1 billion, which is actually more than he claimed his net worth was when he applied for these loans. But it's also more than if the current amount that he claimed, if he had increased his wealth at the same rate, this is way more than what that would be. So the reason for the increase, according to the index, is due to President Trump's properties having appreciated in value between 2021 and 2023. You've got properties in Manhattan. You've got the properties down in Florida, Trump Tower, uh, the Fifth Avenue building. Each of them are worth hundreds of millions of dollars each. Mar-a-Lago, according to Bloomberg, is worth about $240 million, which is, you know, uh, about two hundred. And, uh, and and $10 million or $20 million more than what Arthur and Gorin said it was. I'm not even going to call him a judge anymore. He, does, he doesn't deserve the respect. You've also got a number of other properties in other places. Uh, you've got liquid holdings. President Trump is millions and millions and millions of dollars. He's got liquid assets in the realm of $600 million. So these values were derived from a 2021 statement from President Trump 
the 2023 government ethics filing, also market data and mortgage filings. So the properties were valued as is, meaning development potential was not included. If you include development potential, you're probably talking upwards of maybe $5 billion that President Trump is actually worth. So the report cited speculation that he may have lost billions of dollars amid all these legal fees and these various court cases, both criminal and civil, all around the country. And, of course, he's had to shut down a couple of businesses. When he became president, he walked away from the company. He didn't take any salary. He also wasn't involved in the day-to-day operations of the Trump organization while he was serving the people of America as president of the United States. His son, Eric, told Bloomberg that the Trump organization remains strong despite all of these attacks, despite Despite all of the, the capital ca- capital cost outlay that he has been forced to fork over. And the company's position, he says, is fantastic with the most cash and the lowest debt ever. Suck it, deep state. They also quoted a real estate agent, Lisa Pulitzer, who said that Mar-a-Lago's worth even more than Bloomberg's estimate. Way more than Ngoran has claimed. She says it could easily fetch $500 million or more. And you know why I trust her and I don't trust Judge Ngoran? Because she's actually a real estate agent. Arthur Ngoran is uh, merely an armchair speculator who hates President Trump for being the best president on the face of planet Earth, also for being so successful. As I said yesterday, President Trump made the New York skyline. If it wasn't for President Trump, his family, and the Trump organization, New York would be a bigger shithole than it is right now. It would be a cesspool, and there would be no reason for people to be there and to enjoy living there. And really, there's no reason now, but President Trump's presence in New York did a lot for that city. President Trump has described the efforts to derail him and destroy his companies as election interference, and that's exactly what it is. All right, and finally, in new poll coming from CNN, of all places, President Trump is leading Joe Biden among men of color. The ultimate racist, Nazi propagandist, America first candidate of the modern day, this is as characterized by the mainstream media, is now the favored candidate among men of color. And that is all colors. And I would say that includes uh, people of my skin color as well. So the reason that I love this poll is because it's coming from CNN. As we have stated so many times, you generally... You really can't trust polls, especially when they're coming from a liberal mouthpiece terrorist organization like CNN. They oversample for Democrats, people who are going to hate Donald Trump. And when CNN can't even find enough people to not like Donald Trump, well, you know that they are in some serious trouble. President Trump did better with minority voters in 2016 and in 2020 than anybody gave him credit for. And it looks like those numbers are just going higher. This is the reason why Democrats are panicked and why they're trying to keep him off the ballot all over the country. If they can't rely on the people of color vote, well, then they are screwed. Now, I know people are going to say they're just going to cheat. But I truly believe that it will get to a certain point where it will be impossible for them to cheat. And it's been speculated that there was some intervention that took place in 2016. The idea that Hillary Clinton never thought she would lose. 
I mean, there's a reason she did not come out to give a concession speech on election night. I think it's more than just she was embarrassed. I think that she truly believed that there was no possible way she couldn't win. And when President Trump was allowed to win by some mechanism, by some grace of God, a miracle, or perhaps some intervention behind the scenes, I think that Hillary Clinton just about lost herself, completely flipped her wig, started doing shots of tequila, just could not handle it. All right. So that's why she had to come out the next day in her uh, uh, purple revolution garb. Now, I think that in 2020, if President Trump was allowed to win by some intervention in 2016, who's to say that there won't be some intervention in 2024? I'm not saying 100 percent that there will be. All right. But I'm just saying that President Trump coming back in 2024 is going to be a much much greater value proposition for the vast majority of Americans. The people who don't want to vote for him now are not necessarily going to be the same people who don't want to vote for him come November of 2024, because the people that are supporting Joe Biden or that support the ultra radical left wing agenda, those people are shrinking by the day. All right. Democrats cannot count on the same solid voting blocks that they could before. So that means all of those votes shift over to Donald Trump. And then you have the votes that would shift over from Joe Biden to whoever the third party candidate is. And then they have to worry about three-way races and stacking the ballots across all those races. And there's only so many votes that you can legitimately say were cast by people, even in a national scale. Because when they start packing the ballot box with more votes than there are people, well, that's when people start asking questions. So what did this poll actually say? Well, 49% of men of color are supporting President Trump. That 46% are supporting Biden. I expect that that margin is going to continue to widen with more people coming over to support Trump as we get closer to 2024 next year. Back in 2020, 20, just 2020, we had 42% of black men who were eligible voters. 12% of eligible black men voted for President Trump. 87% of eligible black men voted for Biden. In contrast, it was pretty stark to Hispanic voters. 58% of men are eligible Hispanic voters, 40% of those eligible Hispanic voters voted for Trump, and 57% of those Hispanic men voted for Biden. So those numbers have widened since that point as well, and Hispanic voters are now largely behind President Trump. Van Jones of CNN said, shocking, shocking, the black male, that's a stunner. Black women have been in the lead, but black men haven't been that far behind. And if we take a look at this interactive poll, national poll, Trump is is slated at this time with one year to go to beat Joe Biden at 49 percent to 45 percent with the four plus four margin. Uh, We have in a race with Trump, Biden, RFK Jr. and uh, West. Uh, That would be still Trump winning 41 percent, six points over anybody else Uh, in the GOP presidential primary. Trump winning 61% against 17 for DeSantis, 10% for Haley, and 4% for Ramaswamy. And if we're just talking about a general ballot, Republican versus Democrat, GOP would win it. 
And uh, this is obviously not what these people want to hear. But the more public support we have for President Trump, the more difficult it is for them to cheat and to take it from us once more. You guys, we're going to go through the final thank yous over here on the foxhole. I don't think I have anything else any other place. But first, real quick before we do, I need to say thank you very much to the final sponsors of tonight's program. And that is my friends over at onenessdrops.com. Let me go ahead and Oh, gosh, is this not working? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, that's not working. So let's try this one. Um, And we'll see if this one works. No, this one doesn't work either. What the heck? I've been having a lot of problems with OBS here recently. It's really unfortunate. So let's just go this way. Um, Does this work? No. All right. Well, screw it. Okay. So onenessdrops.com. Make sure you head on over to onenessdrops.com and use code RP78 to save 15% off your order. Onenessdrops.com. They offer chlorine dioxide water purification kits. In today's modern world, when you can't trust the medical establishment, when you can't trust big pharma, I think it's imperative that every single one of us takes our own health care very seriously and in our own hands. It doesn't mean that you can't sometimes go to the doctor or be under the care of a medical professional, but you need to be skeptical. And onenessdrops.com with their chlorine dioxide water purification kits coming in two parts. You just mix them together and you can make your your water safe to drink. It'll also kill all kinds of pathogens. Uh, this is something you want to have on hand for uh, uh, many, many different needs. But check out the Universal Antidote or my interview with the creator of the Universal Antidote documentary if you want additional information about chlorine dioxide. And if you have any success stories with chlorine dioxide, by all means, send me an email, redpill78 at protonmail.com or redpill78 at proton.me or go to my website and do it on the contact page. The website is redpill78news.com. And thank you very much to everybody for hanging out with us today. Final thank yous, Patriot Cole 76 says, great show as always, RP. Keep up the great work. Thank you very, very much. I sincerely appreciate it. And then also over here, uh, let's see. Oh, gosh. Thank you very much, guys. You guys showed up today on Foxhole. Uh, let's see. H2O Maven. Good to see you, Maven. Dropping a pair of shades. Polly 9363 just bought a three-month bronze tier subscription. Polly, thank you so much. You can get subscriptions not only on the Foxhole at pill.net, but you can also get them through locals on Rumble. But thank you very much, Polly. Polly also gifted a three-month bronze tier subscription, and Chops ITMC just claimed that bronze subscription. So thank you both. Uh, I bang you, chick says, do you think the treatment of J6 is because Washington is not a part of the U.S. and not bound by the Constitution? No, uh, I think that uh, there is a prevailing attitude that people in Washington, D.C., in federal agencies, their jobs are largely safe because they can't be fired. Uh, and there is a, an atmosphere of nepotism. Uh, you would think that the people who get hired at I don't know, the the FBI, Treasury, CDC, uh, you know, pick an agency. You would think that people get hired based upon merit, but they don't. It's all about who you know. 
And if you've got a cousin or a neighbor or a, a side chick and they're working at one of these agencies, chances are pretty good that they can get you in. Uh, now, the other aspect of it is that federal agencies are based out of Washington, D.C., and that's where the seat of power resides. And those people largely make up the ultra-radical left-wing portion of the United States. And that's because they started seeding the government with communists long ago. Uh, so they've had a long time, many more years than us, to facilitate the takeover of the federal government and America. And, and lastly, it comes down to the fact that they despise us because we believe in freedom, because we believe in truth and justice, and we believe in the sanctity of our founding documents and our nation as a whole. And they want to make us pay for that. Because as long as we respect the Constitution and our and what our government is supposed to represent, and we try to hold them accountable, uh, we are not bowing to them. We are not submitting to the will of their, uh, their mind control programming. So it's... Uh, necessary for them to try to remind us that uh, we're not worth taking care of. We're not worth respecting. Uh, So they do what they do because they know they can get away with it. And that's human nature at the end of the day. It's really sad. So I bang you, chick. Thank you. Jay, thank you for the can. Uh, Harley Quinn 369 says, thank you, Zach. Sean Joe, thanks for the cookie. Nakaz 808, what's up, homie? Drop some shades. Thank you. And then Trump Warrior also dropped some shades. All right. So, yes, uh, at the end of the day, although, unfortunately, we find ourselves in this unfortunate position, I truly do believe that we are on a mission to awaken the soul, the spirit, the minds of Every single American. And for a lot of people, the only way they can do that is to be personally confronted with the things that we talk about on this program, with the corruption, with the evil, uh, with the uh, the wholesale destruction of our nation. People have to be able to see something before they can be given the will or uh, develop the will to try to change it, to do something about it. You know, I've said this on so many occasions, you guys, like, you know, we know, we see, we have been working, we have been trying to change things, and uh, it wasn't enough because we needed everybody. And that's what we're moving towards. We're moving towards making everyone part of this movement. Uh, it's the great awakening. It's not the little awakening. Don Sclater says, thank you. Appreciate you. I appreciate you, too. Trump Warrior, thank you very much for that cookie, too. I appreciate you. All right. I hope that uh, I haven't babbled on for too long. I want to let you guys know how much I, uh, I I love and appreciate you. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for supporting the channel. Remember that uh, all of the links to the various sponsors are in the description of this video. So please check them out. Uh, give them your uh, your time. At least check them out and just you know see if it's something that you can support. And of course, if you want to support the show, uh, my mods have been passing stuff out throughout the the program we've got the donation platforms ko-fi cash app we've got the website redpill78news.com forward slash donate uh where you can sign up for a monthly membership or you can just do a one-time donation we've also got the gold pills of course at appill.net and then the rumble rants over here on rumble so that's it for me i'm going uh to walk the dogs so i'm going to pass out the gold pills and we'll see you guys tomorrow at 9 p.m eastern good luck And God bless.
And one more happy birthday to my lovely mother, because without her, I would not be so based here with you doing this work. Thank you again, Mom. I love you. Wait a second. I got to go on record, King. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, I definitely do not get Botox. 100%. I do not get Botox. Let me show you. Look, I can move every single muscle in my face. <clears throat> I've just always had really nice skin, and I've always looked younger than I was. <laughs> That's so funny. Don't get Botox. <laughs> I don't get Botox. <laughs>
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.